Hi, this is Sunshine Jerry. Every 38 years, a grand astronomical event occurs, one so great and profound that all Americans put aside their differences to stand together in awe of this great event. Are you ready to stand united and look at the sun? I bet you are, but not without the right protection. Buy our NASA-approved sun dampeners. Easy, stylish, and practical. All yours for the affordable price of $49.99 for a pack of 10. Because who wants to stare at the sun alone? That's what the moon is for. Be direct. What are you doing? I don't think that came in. Try again. I think that was it. That was what? Our wacky soundboard. Well, it's it's continuous wacky sounds for like two minutes. I can't. I don't have any control over it. All right. How about rather than a commercial? We just have a bunch of wacky sound effects. You're plugging nothing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's Kinda do it. Weird. No. Let's do it. Super Mario Maker, 11 minutes of wacky sound effects. Give me give me like the best five minutes. Let's hear it. I don't know what the... I haven't listened to it yet. All right, just... just Here we go. Like we got... This is 11 seconds. Number 10. <laughs> what? What the fuck was that? Oh, here's number three. <laughs> what? I don't, I don't know. I think these are like safe to use sound effects. <coughs> but I don't know what that's supposed to be. What is that supposed I, to be? I, it just says wacky sound number two. Here's number five. <laughs> One of those was a Facebook notification. <laughs> the fuck okay all right i'm good no air horn you want an air uh don't get gas if you live in jersey you know what i'm talking about air horn yes get that air horn club sample here we go yeah yeah that's good enough all right that's that yeah that's enough sound effects yeah Today's sound effects were brought to you by YouTube. YouTube. Everything you don't want it to be, but it is. What? I don't know. It was a terrible commercial, especially because you wrote it completely on the fly. Woo! <coughs> YouTube, the tube of views. That would have been a better one. The tube of views? The tube of views. Wow. It's a tube of you. YouTube Red. Fuck that. No <laughs> one uses this. <laughs> you know what? That, that's what the commercial should be this time. Yeah. YouTube Red. Oh, Sponsored dude. by YouTube Red, a service that no one uses. So how's it going, man? I haven't seen you in a bit. Word. I uh, finally have time to do stuff. 
just when I don't have any time to do anything. That's generally how that works. I just the, the listeners at home need to understand what it took to make this podcast happen. Six weeks. Six weeks, three phases of the moon. Uh, someone had to drop the ring into Mount Doom. We sacrificed a, a mountain goat. I had to summon the Lovecraftian horrors that live in our building. Made a deal with the Eldritch Abominations. We played some video games. Yeah, we played some video yeah. games. That's it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh, it's been a while since we've been able to do anything. And we still can't do anything. And then, well, yeah. And then we have th- this weekend, and that's it. Yeah. In the mornings. In the mornings, yeah. Well, at least the mornings now are free. Yeah, dude. But anyway, man, so listen, I want to talk to you about, you know, a subject that is hotly debated okay. in the internet community. Oh, boy. Uh, Rick and Morty Season 3. How is this hotly debated? All right. So I've been, it's amazing? I've been, I've been doing some snooping, you know, watching some things. Watch Pickle Rick again. Pickle Rick! Pickle Rick! And a lot of people have been hating the last two episodes. Why? Because it's dark? No, because they don't like the conti- the the overarching story about the divorce, mm. and and a lot of people I I've I've heard a lot of negative criticism of, of episode two. Uh, really, but, episode two is great, but like people are like, oh, I think the whole idea of like the whole thing with summer is actually boring, and I don't, I know, don't what, like summer. Yeah, I don't care for summer what? too much. Summer's the best. No, uh, first of all, Beth. I like Beth a lot. Beth is the worst. Um, she is actually the worst right now. And I, of course, like Morty. Um, if anyone likes Rick, they're a sociopath. Um, I mean, I like Rick, but I don't, you know, he's not my favorite character. You know, I, I really like uh, the therapist <laughs> scene in. Uh, oh, you mean the when she defeats him completely? Yeah, but not only that, I, I like, I don't know. I feel like I know a lot of people like that when like especially when she says uh you know like you use your intelligence to justify your unhappiness. Sure. You know and like I I feel like a lot of people I know mostly white guys. Yeah, I can think of a certain person in particular that we both know. Really? Who? Yeah. Who? I know I know a lot of dudes. White boy? Uh-huh. Come on. Anime? No. Yes. No. Absolutely. He does not use his intelligence. He does to justify, justify it all the time. All the time. To justify his unhappiness. Yes. Yeah. Well, and plus his parents. I want to put him up there, man. I would. I would. It's it's a bit of a self sabotage. You can't blame others. You know what I'm saying? I suppose. I I was just talking more of my moody. I'm always on Xanax and always smoking. You know. White friends. I can only think of one, and he's black. You know a guy like that? No, one of your friends. That's yeah. The only person dealing with something like that right now is General Custard. No, no. You, you give don't it, get them. Give it to me. No, I'll give throw, it to I'll me. Throw them at your face. Throw it, but I want the f- the sound effect to happen. I don't think it'll catch it. Just do it. Just throw it on the table. Do it again. All right. There's poppers in the studios, ladies and gentlemen. I don't think they heard that, although the flash was pretty cool. I'm going to make a super one. You're going to stick them all together and just No, I'm going to unroll. I'm going to unroll a lot of them and make a big one. It's dangerous, but it's fun. Is that what they taught you in Texas? No. Yeah. All right, maybe. Yes. 
you, you know how to do it, right? You got to carefully unroll the, the tail. And then you got to, you either what you do is you take all the wrappers and if you can save them, uh-huh. kind of like glue them together and make a bigger one. Add all the gunpowder and whatever into the center and then re-roll it into a ginormous one. See, what me and my friends did is uh, we 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 unrolled all the little ones, took all the gunpowder, and put it onto rice paper. And then rolled rice up the works. rice paper yeah. and then just made a, a, a huge one. Rice paper works. I like I like uh, just keeping what I have, though. You know what I'm saying? Waste not, want not. So, man, I got a question for you. Yeah. Read any good comics lately? No, I haven't read any comics lately. What? I haven't read anything. Today was the first day I read comics in a while. I read Batman twenty five. Although I think I, I, f- I think I skipped twenty four. You you probably if you don't know what happened with Catwoman and him. No, I don't. I don't. Oh remember. yeah, then you definitely skipped twenty four. Yeah, I think damn. I skipped twenty four. Lonnie might have it. Really? God damn you it! Gotta, you gotta look in the back. I'm not sure what Lonnie's up to. <sighs> Fuck. He's coming tomorrow. You get, you, all right, cool. Because I I really want to read that comic. I I need to know. Yeah, you better know. Yeah, I I gotta I go through the Green Arrows and see where because I left off uh, right after the train. Oh man, that's like issue like seven. No, is that after when they're on the train? After the island is yeah, the train. Yeah, that's like issue seven. No, dude, that's like issue sixteen. Nah, because what happens is at the end of issue five is when they like. Oh wait, no, nice no, he goes back to Seattle and then he becomes a bad guy. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm there, and then he tries to reclaim his image. Yeah, okay, that's right. I was I was in the middle of that. Yo, saga, you are behind. Yeah, well, you waited a long time to pick up the back issues, and then you had to go on a quest for some of them, and then I just never got around to. I still didn't finish the quest because I'm missing number twenty one. I don't know. I'm in this weird place where I decided that come the fall, I'm I'm really like axing my pull list in half. I'm really gonna try to why? Because I've hit this point where collecting single issues is starting to become a nuisance. Mm. Um, oh, so just trade it to TPs. Yeah, just I'm gonna trade up to TPs, yeah. and also you wouldn't be the only person that does that. In the case of Marvel, there's not a lot of things that are piquing my interest with them right now, and uh, I think the only thing I'm still pulling with Marvel is totally awesome Hulk, Wasp, okay. oh Champions, but that might that might get an accident. No, Champions is gonna continue on to pass. Uh, no, Secret I Empire. might exit. Oh, it's not that. It's not you're not feeling it anymore. I'm giving it a few more issues to see. I'm gonna after I pull my pull box. Uh, next week we'll see. Well, let me ask you this then, because I read Champions, and after the first two issues, no, the third issue, I'm like, no, I gave it three issues. I gave it until they got some serious enemies, but they did that wrong. They the did freelancers, it. right? Yeah, it was fucked up. It was dumb. It was really bad. It wasn't even like the battle wasn't even cool. It didn't last very long. And then the freelancers beat them by buying their symbol. All right, that was well, it. All right. So to those who don't know, um, at, after the events of Civil War Two, where the superheroes fought each other again in the Marvel Universe. It was dumb. Um, Kamala Khan, uh, Miles Morales, Spider-Man, uh, Viv Vision, Amadeus Cho, a lot of the younger superheroes. They all quit the Avengers. Yeah, they all quit the Avengers in any affiliate any in any affiliations. And they decide to create their own team that doesn't bicker over petty shit. Except that they do bicker over petty shit. And Just teenage young, hormones. Young petty shit. Yeah, and, and actually there was one the only thing that I've really liked so far between them. You know how sometimes teams have romances? Yeah. So they started a romance between Viv Vision 
and Amadeus Cho. Is it a romance? Because they just wait, made out for wait, like one issue. Right, but then Amadeus comes back and he was kind of like, yo, girl, let me slide in them pants. And she was like, she straight up said, uh, I appreciate that you gave me my first kiss, but it, it has illuminated me to the fact that I think I like girls. Yeah, and, and Amadeus and Cho... Uh, instead of getting mad or whatever, he gets really happy and excited for her. And don't they all look like look at Kamala Khan and she's just like, nah. <laughs> no, 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 they don't do that. Oh. But um, uh, Viv was like, I thought you would be upset. And he goes, why would I be upset? You've realized who you are as a person. I'm super proud of you. And I was like, holy shit, this is a great moment in comic book history. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Yes, it absolutely is. It's addressing the fact that that's how it should go. That that's how the real world should happen. They're trying to make you okay, realize the greatest moment in comic book history. It's one uh, in in terms of relationships and social issues. Absolutely, I I disagree. I'm not going to say it's not important. It's very important. But like, I'm gonna, also she's not a human, so sexual. The proper answer would have been sexuality is like in, is. I mean, she didn't say she's not. She said. I can't remember exactly what she said, but she said something along the lines of, yeah, sexuality is fluid, mm-hmm. but I think I lean, I think I lean more towards women or something like that. And he, he, he was just really happy for her. And I was like, this is cool. I don't mind the, the, the idea that they can just turn this because most comics would have taken that and made it a big strife and struggle between these two characters. Like, oh, I want to be in your pants. And, oh, she likes women. Well, we never get along. Instead, they were like, all right, cool. That's it. That's all it was. It was a, it was a small moment that was big. You know what I'm saying? I feel you. I feel you. But everything else is kind of trash right now. So that's what I was going to ask you. Champions, like, I dropped it after issue three. I gave it, like, three chance, three issues. Did not grab me. You stuck around for a little bit. And I, what I wanted to ask you is, when do you think is an appropriate time to say this comic is not working? You drop out. Is it the first two issues? Is it the I first story give it arc? Two to three story arcs. Two story arcs. Yeah. Damn. Because worst comes to worst, you buy what ten issues of a comic, and then you just have the first ten issues. That's like thirty bucks. Okay. Forty if you're playing Marvel. Give it to someone who might like it. I I honestly I have less of a tolerance for that for that than you do. Like. But keep in mind, you don't have to blow me away in the first issue. Like, if something is obviously setting up, like Wildstorm is a prime example. Wildstorm is one of those comics that just a lot drops of people you. are dropping it like flies, though. But it's one. But it's it's a Warren Ellis comic, and like he always has this thing where he just drops you in the middle of shit, doesn't explain anything, and has the story progress and progress. And you generally through clues and just reading <laughs> things, you piece it together yourself. And then around issue six, that he will actually tell you a thing. I don't know. Uh, I was reading it, and it seemed to be f- pretty self-explanatory without telling you anything. Within the first two issues? Yeah, within the first three. You have the first three, right? Yeah. Did you drop it? No, I, I just haven't picked it up. Oh. I haven't gone to Jeff's in a while. Yeah. You need to. Your box is full again. Oh man. Yeah. You didn't do a lot of damage with the Batmans. And Supermans. And Supermans and Bitch Planet. I mean, you did. It was enough for two weeks. That's it. Can we uh, can we talk about something important real quick what? that happened in comics? What? Yeah, you know, they're talking about making Black into an HBO series. Yeah, I heard about that. So Jam- better than Confederate Jamal Eigel, the guy who um, draws uh, Black, 
recently put on Twitter or Facebook. So here's a thing that happened, and it was like discussions to make Black into an HBO series. If you guys don't know what Black is, Black is a series, uh, a, sm- a very short run of a comic book by Black Mask. It's called Black. It's about a world in which only um, people of color can get superpowers, and there are there's like a government organization that realized this a long time ago, and they're trying to wipe them out and find them. Meanwhile, the the superpowered people of color have decided to band together and create an almost underground railroad situation for getting. Uh, people with superpowers out of the places they're in, because usually it happens under stress or fighting or like there's a really good example of uh in one of the issues they go to like mississippi and they're about to like straight up lynch a dude and they already killed his brother and um and by they i mean white people uh just crazy fucking white people and the dude immediately develop oh no they try to burn him alive shit and he develops fire superpowers and he burns the shit out of him he just fucking kills them. And this uh, Underground Railroad for superheroes, they don't help him. They lock him up because he decides that with all this power, he's just going to go out and murder people, specifically white people who deserve it. But still, they decide that he would put them out into the forefront and they don't want to be known. They want to keep the the shadowy, you know, secret organization status that they have so they lock him up and the main character doesn't agree with that he says how can we be doing the same thing that like the the white people are going to do to us when they find us how can we do that to them and they're like we're doing bad stuff for good reasons he's like no it doesn't matter we need to be better than them it's it's really interesting and the main character is a little naive and idealistic but it is really good he is the first issue starts off with him just being in the wrong place at the wrong time, getting profiled by a cop and getting shot and killed. And then he just wakes up in the morgue totally fine. So it's a really it's a really interesting read. I honestly I haven't given away a lot. <laughs> like there's so much packed into every single issue. It's only six issue run. Wow. And it's really good. I've barely scratched the surface of this story. It's amazing. And I got five out of six issues signed by Jamal Igle. I was really happy. Hi, Sunshine Jerry here. So you missed our great offer for our sun dampeners. I know you had your heart set on watching this great event together, but we can only protect one person at a time. So today is your lucky day because we are offering an even closer look at the sun with our NASA-tested Soloculars. With these babies, you can see every inch of the moon as it passes over the sun. Now, what do you think an experience like this is worth? Well, what if I told you that it's just one easy payment of (laughs) $69.99? But the loneliness is free. Telemundo, Telemundo. It's not funny. This episode was brought to you by <laughs> Telemundo. <clears throat> Ha-cha-cha. Estividas, el bien. 
What? I don't know. I just made shit up. Spanish is too commonly of a spoken language <coughs> to make shit up with. Yeah, you, it's not like Mandarin that nobody knows. You could just make sounds yeah. and racist noises. Sure. Yeah. And people would think, ah, he, he, maybe it's he's Mandarin. going the right yeah, way. Yeah, maybe. Um. <clears throat> uh. So let's talk about. Well, you need to explain this to me because you know Charlottesville. I I've been busy, you know, keeping my head down, writing stuff. <laughs> Looking out for these North Korean missiles, but I mean, you, you on the streets. Yeah, I'm on the, I'm on, I'm the everyday hustling man on the streets. So tell, tell me, what do you know about the Charlottesville situation? There was um, an assembly, a march for for not against. Just a car alarm. It's coming on. Oh, you can hear it. Yeah. Uh. Uh. Yeah, uh. my boy Ari is wearing a shirt. Oh, it's oh, it's over. Oh, right. All right. Now, <laughs> my <go>. boy Ari <laughs> is wearing. It's a good thing you're not a rapper. Um, uh, so in Charlottesville, there was it was supposed to be a peaceful march of white supremacists. Of white supremacists. So if you look at the pictures, it's actually kind of funny. They all have tiki torches, like the ones that you put in your backyard. That you would have like a summer barbecue with. Mm-hmm. Kind of dumb. But there's a lot more people turned up than you might think. You probably think 200. It's about a thousand. Damn. About a thousand white supremacy marchers. And there, um, while they were marching, there was a peaceful protest of against the march um, happening side by side. And there was. Uh, an eruption of violence between them. Obviously, the white supremacists started it. They like they clashed with them. I don't think anyone died. I think some people went to the hospital. Uh, but it's really started a huge debate in this country whether or not. I mean, not started, continued this idea of is free speech given to everyone. You know. I mean, it seems like they. It was given to the white supremacists. Look, by especially law, especially since like they marched, you know, and like the the other side had the right. To yes, they protest. also had the right. Yeah, but like so, like you can protest someone's free speech. Absolutely, which is, that's freedom of your speech. That's literally your freedom. But if based off of what you say, right? I'm throwing you under the bus if this is wrong. Okay, they started the violence. Yes, they did. They 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 enacted the acts of violence. So they're wrong. They're wrong in that regard. Yes. How else? How would I mean, I don't believe in their beliefs as well, so I don't think they're right in the fact that they marched for white supremacy. Well, no, who cares? Because if you're a racist, you're stupid. There's no racist like racism is one of the dumbest concepts. Why would you not want people who are not like you around you? Do you not like food? Come on. Because Okay, so if you were to put yourself in their situation, and I'm not saying this is right, I'm just this is the logic behind it. There is a little bit of logic behind it. And let me tell you why. When you have been controlling the powers at every point in, in history and someone knocks on your door and says, give me a little bit of it, of course you're saying no. Of course you're not going to give into it. Because every time someone gains more equality, for you it seems like oppression. For the person in power, 
when equality is given to others, instead of seeing them being raised up to your level, you're seeing you being taken down to theirs. Okay, but there's countless examples of how diversity and inclusion actually <coughs> helps society as a Doesn't whole. Doesn't matter. Not to them. Power is gone. At that point in time, when someone else is on an equilibrium with them, that that power is gone. Well, you know what? They can have all that power they want, but their chicken will still not be seasoned. I mean... That's not the purpose of this. That is the purpose of this. You think it's about chicken? Wars were literally fought over spices, yet white people refused to put it on their food. Does that make any sense? Uh, Yeah, it's called privilege. (laughs) You can be in charge of the thing that others want but not use it. That's the literal privilege. I mean, I've seen those whole bay leaf memes for Chipotle. I like me a good bay leaf, just don't eat it. Don't eat the bay leaf. That's all you're supposed to do. And if you see it, just take it out. It's not that difficult. You're better off eating a meganium anyway. Wow. Wow. I don't think you can eat a meganium. I mean, they eat Tauros meat, so. And Magikarp. That's true. And, and, no, and uh, Toxapex, like, eats Corsolas. It's pretty badass. In the Pokemon world, there are Pokemon that eat each other. Uh, what, what, a lot of the sea one, like the water Pokemon, they eat other water Pokemon a lot. It's not, it's not a nice world. <laughs> so yeah, so this violence erupted, and I remember seeing, the way I heard about this was through another story about Trump being like, we gotta work together, we gotta be, you know. Well, the other highlight of this week is that Trump has uh, declared war on the opioid addiction in America. Which is like, great, but you're not going to do anything because you actually back Big Pharma. Like, (laughs) the the main drug dealer. Yeah, they're the actual fucking reason that there's an opioid crisis. Maybe we should take Raven Mathias and send him to Big Pharma's way. I say we secretly send him on a mission to murder Donald Trump. Whoa. Whoa. Dante Leach does not condone (laughs) this. Timestamp August 12, (laughs) 2000. Look, 17. listen, listen, it's, I, oh, wait, wait, can I tell you about a sketch from the state that's really, really funny? Sure. So, um, the state, if anyone doesn't know what this is, because a lot of people don't know what this is, the state is an absurdist comedy sketch show from the 90s on MTV. It had, <coughs> it had Tom Lennon, Ian Michael Black, John Lotruglio, I think that's his name. Um, it had a bunch of people from Reno 911 before Reno 911. Excuse me, sorry. <coughs> so they had a really funny sketch where the teacher is talking to the class and going, um, after the assassination of made-up president, we we live in a world now where you cannot even ingest, say, anything about assassinating the president ever, or you will be taken away by Secret Service and all this stuff. And they're like, not even in jest? No, not even in jest. And the guy goes, so if I were to say hypothetically that I wanted to kill the president and then all of a sudden Secret Service agents show up <laughs> and they're like, oh, no, 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 and they take him away. And she goes, I cannot stress this enough. Not even in jest can you say I want to kill the president. And then more Secret Service agents show up and they take her away too. But what the state does that's really funny is they connect certain skits with one another in in fun ways 
So later on, in another sketch, the sketch that they have called, um, I think they call it Famous Person. So Ian Michael Black plays a celebrity, mm-hmm. and he goes, I'm a celebrity, and I do this. Uh, and, like, it's really funny. But in one of them, he, he says, and if I wanted to kill the president, and then Secret Service show up, even though it's a different <laughs> sketch, is amazing. It's so good. It's like the Spanish Inquisition. No one sees the Spanish. Nobody in- sees expects the Spanish Inquisition. Oh, man. Have you seen the one that's uh, it's the Despacito one? Wait, what? Oh, my God. It's a meme. It's the two guys who wrote Despacito, and it goes, Despacito Inquisition, because no one expects the Spanish Inquisition. So, fun fact, I Despacito was one of those words and songs that I only saw written in print but never heard, so I was mispronouncing it every time I said it up until I talked to Brielle. I was like, yo, Despacito, the packy dough. Wow. Wow. You need to learn Spanish. No habla español. Wow. Puta. Wow. Hijo de puta. <laughs> um, no, so, yeah, back to Charlottesville, though. Um, I think there's a debate going on in this country right now between, I mean, this whole country's going to shit right now. And it, it seems to be that the ruling class is trying to physically force their way back to the top. And the other minorities around them are not going to let that happen. I mean, they've succumbed to too much to let that go. To fight, like, they've gained what little equality they already got, right? And they're not going to let that go. So, I think, personally, there might be another civil war within our era. Oh, my God. But not one of actual fighting, not one of actual war, but more of political and um, social warfare, not actual fighting, not, you know. Well, you, well, you, you mean the white people are going to raise prices for gentrification, like, th- like that type of civil war? No, I'm talking about I'm, making it hard for all minorities to even stay in this country. See, I, I hate when people, because like, that's a common thing I hear all the time. Eh, we're going to go into a second civil war. Not... In a traditional sense, though, not in the sense that it's going to be white people versus everyone else and they're going to pick up guns and we're going to pick up guns and we're going to fight each other in the streets. That's not what's going to happen. I'm saying there's going to be a political divide. There's going to be one side, which is it's already starting to happen within the Republican Party. One side is going to be the pro-Trumpers, the pro-white, the pro-white supremacy, right? And then the other side is going to come to a realization that they're like the Tea Party. They're going to be the extremists of that group, and they don't want anything to do with them. So the Republican Party is already starting to divide that way. But soon it will divide into two parties in general, pro-white supremacy, pro-keeping the power where it is, and everyone else who wants equality. Just general good shit for everyone. And, I mean, obviously within those two factions, there will be more extreme, less extreme in both, in both ways, just like there always is. And so that will be the political side of things. See, this I, I feel like this is, once again, no cause for alarm because— it, No, it's no cause for alarm because it's nothing new. Yeah, it's nothing new. And, in fact, this is what happens to political parties. Every political party that has existed in the United States, going back to the Federalists yeah, but and the Anti-Federalists, have had this issue where, you know, techno- society advances. Yes. You know, 
technology advances, technology advances, our knowledge of things advances, new needs arise, yes. right? And the old one, the and one of the old party splits off, and there's a new radical faction of the party that eventually dis- decimates the old one, and or the new one um, gets eaten up by the old one mm-hmm. again. The only difference is. Um, with Democrats and Republicans, they just lasted longer. But there was a, sh- a shift in the 60s where every Democrat, the, the Dixiecrats, turned into the modern-day Democrats. They yeah. go, oh, shit, they're leftists now. Um, but I – and I also feel like you're also ignoring what's going on in the Democratic Party because the same thing's oh, going yes, to happen absolutely. to them, too. The Democratic Party is shifting to America first and everyone else. That's that's No, there's also a subsection of the – Democratic Party, for lack of a better term, the Bernie Bros. Okay, you know, and I'm not talking about the toxic Bernie Bros. I'm just talking about more Bernie Sanders esque, uh, who believe in Democrats more of socialism, communism. You see them pop up every now and then. They recently, one of them recently popped up in our, uh, um, in our government elections. He lost, but in New Jersey, New Jersey, yeah. One of the t- t- candidates. Oh was yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. the uh, the dude who was backed by Bernie. Yeah, but I we, mean, I actually wanted him to win, but we got fucking Phil. Whatever. Bi- he's a big money Democrat. But to quote Dan Custer, who makes a solid point, Dan goes, "Hey Dante, I don't care. You yeah. know why? Because they win." And he and and he makes a solid point. Part of the Democrats' problems is there's a lot of infighting, and they don't go, "Hey, do you want to win?" Okay, now do this thing. Well, because I think they're starting to come to the realization that it's not about winning. It's about doing better. Well, the goals of the Democratic Party and the makeup of the Democratic Party are different. You know, in the Republican Party, where we can honestly say it is mostly white and very homogeneous. Mostly white? Do you know any non-white Republicans? Cuban-Americans, some Asian-Americans, a couple of your peeps are in there. Yeah, we don't trust those ones. Um... Um, I was going to say the, Dem- the the Republican Party is pretty much made up of the same type of person. Well, all right. While the so actually, I'm going to defend my people for this real quick. They only do that because of Israel. Those are the pro-Israel Republicans. Um, I met a fair. Uh, now keep in mind, I'm not going to say that because they're Jewish, they are Republicans. But I have met no, my fair yeah. share of Jewish Republicans. No, I know, I know quite a bit. But uh, generally speaking, not always. Um, most Jews lean left. That's Socially, economically, they lean. But left. you get a couple of them that. Oh be yeah, like, the strong. I know a couple who are really hard headed about this shit. Yeah, and I look at them I'm like, guys, you do know that like you got your whiteness is very quickly taken away. But it's not about that. It's about Israel. Yeah, one yes. It's also about Israel, but it's also about um this idea of it, it's assimilation within the Jewish um world. Mm-hmm. Y- um. Every place the Jews go, they try to find the most powerful group and assimilate because that's how you stay in that place. Uh-huh. And unfortunately, in this in America, it has always been white people. So a lot of that has to do also with survival. Um, and but, I'm not saying that they're right for doing this. I'm saying that I understand why they did this in the beginning. Not now. Now it doesn't make sense, but... When you're born and raised a Republican, it kind of just sticks with you sometimes. So, like, I know a really old woman who's hard right Republican. But if you talk to her about social issues like gays getting married or equality for um, for women in the workplace or things like that, she is all for it. 
but you talk to her about capitalism or or like anything like that, she's hard right, super hard right. She's all for a free market and like. And I'm like, Lady. the market will regulate her. Will regulate yes, herself. actually, she's yes, one of those people. Yes, she is. Um, Ew. And she's a very smart woman, and she's a very nice lady. But like, sometimes I'm like, come on, you can't be serious. You want to tell the people, the good people of this earth, why not to go to Buffalo Exchange? Well, no, 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 no. no. I'm not <laughs> saying not to go to Buffalo Exchange. All right, because unlike Beacon's Closet. The people there are actually really nice. The clothes there are actually re- So I went to Buffalo Exchange. Not really much of a story. I went to Buffalo Exchange, sat on a line for like 30 minutes. At least it wasn't like two hours. <laughs> um, and actually sat down on like, oh, they know, have chairs. Beacon's Closet, which is just chaos. Uh, no, I sat down I get, and tried to sell some clothes. And out of everything I took, they just took the two worst pieces and gave me $8 for them. And nice. and like and I just look at them go, really and I just go to Goodwill and drop it all off like at least they'll just take it oh and they had the nerve to be like oh you can donate here too but like you're not gonna get a tax write off like so, so why what's, and I'm like wait so you're telling me I'm gonna donate my clothes here what stops you guys from going in there and then just taking those clothes out yeah which I feel like they would do probably um, I don't doubt it but outside <laughs> of that Buffalo <laughs> Exchange is a really good place I um, mean it's better than Beacon's Closet but it's no Goodwill. Ain't no goodwill. There's no goodwill there. There is no goodwill anywhere. That's an argument to be made. And before we close out, man, I want to talk about one other TV show. Voltron Season 3? We need to start watching it, you fool! That we haven't even watched yet. But, now nah, we got to talk about the real issues. These, these This gender war that's dividing communities. Oh, you're you know, talking about... Um, and causing conflicts. <laughs> you're talking about Insecure? Yeah, we got to talk about Insecure, though. All right. We right. got... We got Let's do it right quick. All right, all right, real quick. Where you at with Lawrence right now? How do you feel about Lawrence? Fuck Lawrence. I'm not. I'm upset at Lawrence. I get what he's doing, and I understand why, but I don't agree with anything that he's doing. And, and, and uh, Tasha was absolutely right. He, like, for sure. He was just using her. He knows that. She knew that. But she, when she said you kept acting like you were a nice guy, and I knew that you weren't, but you kept insisting. So... I mean, he's not a nice guy. So that moment when you watched, at first I'm like, yo. Hashtag Team Tasha. At first I'm like, yo, I'm not in Lawrence's corner. Especially after the first episode, I'm like, I'm really not in Lawrence's corner. What is this guy doing? And then by the end of that episode, which was like, what, episode three? Yeah. Yeah, by the end of that episode, I'm like, "Ah." Lawrence is a bad no, Lawrence he's is a not, bad person. He's not a bad person. Yes, he is. Because I would do everything that You're Lawrence a bad would. person, I'm Dante. Not a bad person. Yes, you are. Because if you would my, do what he would have done. If my girlfriend yeah. did that shit Cheated to on me, you. Okay. Right? And then what gives shit, you the right to, to go and do that to somebody else? All right. So What gives you the right? So unlike Lawrence, I wouldn't string her along. Bullshit. I, I'll be like, yo, no. Purely physical. You're wrong. All right. You know, I know what? You. You're wrong. I would like not tell her. But assume that it was it was something that she knew, just like Lawrence did. You bitch. No, it's not okay. Listen, man, Lawrence got to do him, man. Lawrence got to figure out. What's but at right the cost of other people, it's never okay. Have you ever dated someone on a rebound? Because no. because by yes because yes, technically I have. speaking, right? Anytime you date someone because of a rebound, you are kind of using them. They're a rebound. Sure, but. What are you gonna do? Not date people after people br- hurt you? Let me let me put it this way. Are you supposed to not break up with women me, after let you me, stick their dick? Wait, in them? let me put it this way. I have been in a situation that Lawrence has been in, 
after the the big breakup, you were her rebound, or or she, she was, was my rebound. rebound. Okay, so I went to her, and because she was nice and she made me feel wanted and needed. And she had a big butt. Yeah, she had a really nice butt. Anyway, um, but I realized maybe a little too late that I was doing this for all the wrong reasons, and that I, it was my first real rebound, and I felt really bad, and so I decided that I would end it. Not like Lawrence, who, if Tasha hadn't have said anything, would have just gone right back to her the next day. You know I'm right. Yeah, he would have. Yeah. and, and he then he, No, and then he would have messed with that chick at his office. He would have done both, and he would have kept messing up, and he would have he he fucked Issa again, and he would have gone back and be like, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. This is the second yeah. time. Yeah. He would have been, he would have been a, a, like a fuck He's a fuckboy. Fuck no, he's, he's, he's on that fuckboy fuck shit. All right? Um, no, he's a fuckboy who doesn't think he's a fuckboy, and that's why he's even worse. Um, but he was create. He was transformed into a fuckboy by Issa. I think he was always a fuckboy. I don't think Lawrence was always a fuckboy. I don't know. I can't judge si- him. I can't judge him like that. When the situation arised, his fuckboyness really came through. Oh sure. Don't right. get me wrong. Okay. You know. Um, but like, but, but and also him being wrong does not negate the shitty things that he does. And I'm tired of people going, "Go." Oh, what do you mean him being because wrong? I, when I talk to people about like Lawrence, they would be like, "Well, well, Issa did him dirty, so thus, no, that's did. not okay." Yeah, and I'm like, and I'm tired of that excuse. No, listen, all I'm gonna say is I sympathize with Lawrence. I probably would be acting a lot like Lawrence right now okay. if I was in Lawrence's situation. I don't think Lawrence is the worst person in the world. He's definitely not the best, but he's not the best. No. Yeah. I was on his side for a long time. Uh, at, at the end of season one, I was on his side. At the beginning of season two, I was on his side. But he went, when he, the the moment he fucked Issa, I was like, nope, no, no, no. This is where I draw the line. Because you have just done the same thing that she did to you to Tasha. And that's not okay. Because Tasha doesn't deserve it. Mm-hmm. Tasha so, was giving you everything you wanted, and now you're fucking her over. Well, first of all, wait, wait, we got to talk about the main thing. <laughs> I was up on Lawrence's side until he went to that cookout. He should have never gone to that cookout. One. Two, more importantly, he shouldn't have dipped in the cookout. Like, if he was in that situation, he really shouldn't have dipped. But you you told me while we were watching the episode, you would have done the exact same thing. So here's the thing. I wouldn't have gone to the cookout. But if I went to the cookout, I would dip. So you're a shitty person like Lawrence. I didn't want to be there. I felt Lawrence's pain. I'd be like, yo... When you they, make they want, so here's the thing. expecting a lot of me on me right now. What were they expecting? I don't know. He but got he there to, and what? And he what? had to start he, helping people so? and like being a part of the family. Okay, that's I, literally what I do every time I go to an event that's not my family's event. Yeah, and I like, try to help out in any way I can. I, uh, you know, I make friends. I do what what you're supposed to do when you go to one of those events, which is cool. But like, he had that awesome work thing though. And like that awesome work thing. Okay, that work thing where he just could get it happens every fucking Saturday. He could have done it the next week. Mm, Well, he got he got invited. He he was enticed this week. No, he wasn't enticed. Listen, he saw he saw the two options and he said, "I'll do both." But listen, as a person who like when I get into stressful social situations and I don't want to be there, you know what I do? I I leave. leave. I leave. Right. And like. As somebody who, like, when I saw Lawrence walk in there and he was just bombarded with a bunch of social situations. Then why was he smiling the whole time? Because he was doing that fake smile. No. Yes. Part of it was real. No, it wasn't. That's, the, that's that fake, oh, snap, I'm meeting my girlfriend's then dad. He's I the, better look like he's a respectable the worst, gentleman. No, then he's the worst person ever. 
Because if you are unhappy, you should look unhappy. Whoa, 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 whoa. Back up, back up. As a person who sometimes literally does smile to change a situ uh, uh, a social situation, I don't, th- I like sometimes even if you're upset, I don't think you should necessarily always be showing it. Here's the thing. And also, if you was upset, <clears throat> nigga, why'd you come? If you that upset, if you look that twisted, why are you here? In which case, you should have just left anyway. He made those choices, and that's on, on him. No one else forced him to go there. And, and I, you know what? He, yeah. And that's why I said he shouldn't have gone in the first place. Well, that's a decision he decided to make. Yeah, that's where Lawrence fucked up. Well, I'm no, saying, Lawrence fucked up when he fucked Issa. What I'm you don't agree is, with that? That was, no, that was like, I don't think he fucked up then. I just think he that was He quite wrong. literally fucked up. I think it was just wrong. And also kind of like weird, like like you're just going to. It was a hate fuck. But also want to see that's the thing about Lawrence. I don't condone his behavior, but when he makes his decisions, I go, "All right, Lawrence, on the real, you did make the move I would have made, which I think would have been the right move." But that's not good. Like, like that's I w- not a right move. Case in point, I wouldn't have fucked Issa. If I came back, I wouldn't have fucked her. But if I did fuck her, I would leave just like he did. Another example: I wouldn't have gone to the cookout. But if I did go to the cookout, I would bail at the cookout. So that's the thing that gets me about him. It's like, yo, Lawrence. Why are you doing this shit? And then when he does shit, it's like, actually, if I was in that position, I would just do that thing too. But he puts himself in those situations. Yes. No he's one. Su- but you know what? That's why him and Issa are fucking perfect for each other because they're both two self-sabotaging motherfuckers. Then they're not perfect for each other. Stop playing on this trope that Hollywood wants you to think about. That two destructive people together does not make a good relationship. That makes a terrible relationship. Well, you know what? That's why I'm on Team Molly. Because Molly was no, in No, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not on Team Molly. What? She changed her uh, her psychiatrist just because she was black. She... Not just because <laughs> she was black. That's literally why she did it. Remember? She was saying because she was black, she thought she can act like this to me. All right. When you're in therapy, you're not supposed to judge your therapist based on the color of their skin. Um, I disagree because, in fact... I would I would love to actually seek out a black therapist. I don't think I can talk to a white person about a lot of the problems I actually have. Primarily because a lot of them actually hinge but, on but me. But Molly decided wait, that wait, because... A lot of them hinge on me being black. And I feel like... Um, and I do feel like as a minority, the color of your therapist's skin is kind of a thing. Like if I met a black therapist, I would pick them over a white therapist anytime. But I'll she did the opposite. One. Yeah. So... So what? So you're still hashtag Team Molly? I am still on Team Molly because at least no. she tried. And Molly she's also a, had the she's realization. She's the most self-sabotaging person But she in also the whole had show. the realization that her happiness should come from within herself, not from another person. And I think that's what every character in this, in this Where show Where did that realization come from? When, when she um, decided to not go out on that date with that dude, which I don't know why because there were scissor tickets there. I would have just gone and seen her. and then like. But once again, that's my, that's my Lawrence acting up. Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's why Lawrence coming through. Um, but when she was just like ignoring that dude and then that sh- and then it panned over to the guys building the thing for her and she's just smiling. Man, Molly knows that she's by herself. She doing her. She, she got to get this pay raise because that's what's really going on. She got real shit going on. No, the real shit going on is that she is emotionally unreceptive to anyone. Mm-hmm. She wants everything off of a checklist. She's made for herself. I think she's starting to change from that when she when she met that dude because she met her the ultimate reflection of herself, and she was kind of like, huh. In theory, as she said, in theory, this guy should be great, but he's not. And she and she saw that she saw the ugliness within herself, so she said, nah. You know what? 
I'm not going to go out on a date with this guy. I'm going to stay home, read my book, and have these guys build furniture for me. But I, I really don't like the fact that she continues to pretend like she knows what she wants and seems the most put together of all her friends when really she's the biggest wreck. She's con- I don't know, man. She's uh, that, the no, one, no, 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 the one with uh with the oh with the, the cheating who, husband. Yeah, well, I'm pretty yeah, sure right, it's that's gay. Like every time I see him, it's like oh, you- no, no, no. He's just very well put together. He he's fucking the other uh, real estate agent, um, for sure. <laughs> um, no, yeah. Every time Actually, I see the them. most put together friend is the the fat one. She's the most put together. She one. knows exactly what she is. Yes. Yeah. 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 No, she's accepted her lot in life, and that's all she's gonna do. And and she gets freaky with whoever she wants. And she's probably not as happy as everyone else, but she's happier than all of her friend group. All right. Is that Jeff? Yeah. You yeah. gotta go. You gotta wrap up. Oh, can I come? I don't know. Can I come? You gotta ask Jeff. No, on the real, I have not showered today, and no. I actually need to finish this thing. Yikes. So you I haven't showered at all today? I it's like 8. Today. I woke up at 11. Jesus. Yeah, I should probably shower. Yeah, all right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, hashtag Team Tasha. Hashtag Team Molly. Hashtag I'm also in Issa's corner because while Issa's the no, worst, fuck Issa. I am to the worst. <laughs> and I and like I want Issa to overcome her worstness. That's why the show's called Insecure. Oh, wait, wait. Man. Real quick, let's talk about the fact the black... Uh, the vice principal, yo, who's extremely racist. Yo, fuck Issa for letting that slide. Yeah, that is not that, cool. Like, like, I like on think... the one hand, I get that she's trying to get ahead in her job and she's doing every and everything in her power. But I agree with the white girl. I'm sorry, that's not cool. Isn't her name Reba? Rebecca. I don't know. Reba? Sure. Erica. Whatever. Erica. Uh, Where'd you get those teeth? <laughs> what? So, no, but like for real, I do not agree with her decision to just keep it going. And not say something to someone. Yeah, no, Issa, Issa's wildin'. She like she wants that. Du- but to be fair, I in Issa's position, she really needs a W right now. I get it, but I also don't agree with it. I word, word, word. So tune in next week for our, it's a fucking cure for our in depth discussion of Game of Thrones. <laughs> that will never happen. You don't watch it. I mean, I've seen that. <laughs> I've seen the battle. You I, saw the dragon battle. Yeah, that that's was, all that was I need hot, to see, right? right? And I saw <laughs> the guy like. You know, almost die. Even I saw that, like, yo, he should have died. Yeah. No, he's not going to die. He, man. Yeah, I know. So. I know some spoilers. Okay. But anywho, man, go and have fun and yeah. leave me behind. I'm going to get drunk, maybe. I don't know. Bring we'll alcohol see. for me. How am I going to bring you alcohol? Bring me some fries. From the, no, that's definitely I'm hungry. Gonna... Make your own food. I'm hungry. All right. Don't go. Please. Baby, come back. You can blame it all on me. I was wrong, and I just can't live without you. We don't Don't have the rights to the song. No, (laughs) baby, come back. Oh, hello there. Welcome to Marge's Home Improvement. We are all about equality here. Now, I know those metropolitan types told you you need some fancy glass to protect you from the sun. Now you do need to protect yourself, but I don't think you need those fancy glasses. Just pick up a good old fashioned pair of welding goggles from our hardware department. Make sure they are a shade 12 or higher, because any old pair won't do. Or you could just put one of my boxes over your head. Oh Jerry, don't be stupid now. 